Hello, podcast listeners. This is Daniel Friedlander, and this is the Nintendo Podcast, or LithCast, episode 41 for February 23rd, 2008. podcast listeners as previously stated this is daniel friedlander and this is lithcast episode 41 our first full-length lithcast of 2008 and who would have thought it would have already it would come up in f- late february uh, we've only got about a week we only got about a week of, of february left so might as well have one done so anyways um this is as i say lithcast 41 and before i just keep saying the number 41 i'm just gonna tell you what that song you just heard was um that was the that was actually a song from the upcoming wii game super smash brothers brawl a game we're going to be talking about quite a bit today and that was the tournament preparation song um the reason we know what the, some of the music is like is because it's out in japan already and because of that that's going to be a lot of the um <clears throat> the talk that we're going to be having. Um, in addition to that, there is, uh, by the way, it's coming out in the United States March 9th, and it's already out in Japan. Um, in addition to that, this week was GDC, the Game Developers Conference, and as a result, it was in San Francisco, and as a result, we are going to be uh, talking a bit about some news. Uh, as I say, there has been a lot of news, and I'm going to make sure to put this all into the uh, the show notes, so... That's that's always a nice thing. So, anyways, uh, boy, I don't know where to start. Normally, I guess we we start off with a um, with something having to do with with stuff having to do with the uh, website Lithcast. So, as far as Lithcast.com goes, that's L-I-T-H-C-A-S-T.com goes. Um, I you know we we have had a. Let's see, well, on the homepage right now, we've got I, I, I put up for download all a lot of the uh, media that Nintendo uh, put up for GDC, the Game Developers Conference. A lot of that media, you know, I put up there and it's hosted and you can go ahead and download it. There's one, uh, some really nice Super Smash Brothers Brawl media. No no spoilers in it, so don't worry about it. Um, so, in the Super Smash Brothers Brawl, although we are going to get into some spoilers uh, later on today and as a result i mean not on this podcast and as a result i'm going to 
Yeah, I mean, it's tough. I mean, you kind of all, there are people, I, I, although I don't, I don't know who they are. There are a lot of people to whom spoilers are sort of the ultimate evil. I mean, because if you spoil a game or something, um, then you've essentially spoiled a movie. Now, granted, the entire website, smashbros.com, was sort of dedicated to spoilers, but you know, if you if you put put that aside and say you haven't been following it, it's very tough to avoid the 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 spoiling of the game. And so it's really especially hard on audio because what am I supposed to tell you? I mean I'm what I'll probably end up doing is I will tell you when to skip to. I'm gonna skip you know probably you know, edit it edit it back in because we do edit you know the show is is edited, believe it or not. And so um, you know, I'll probably just do it that way. So as I was talk, mentioning with cast.com, you know, it's, 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 it's a great, it's a great place as it always has been. Um, I'm not sure if I've talked about our Lithcast widget. Um, if you go to lithcast.com and click on the, the little page at the side that says, um, that says widgets, you can uh, take a look at our first, uh, widget. We've only got one up right now. I'm, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of making more, um, I'm actually making one for the other site that I that I now run, thehylia.com, but don't, don't tell anyone over at the Hylia because I haven't actually uh, spoiled it for them yet. So actually, uh, if you hear this, I mean, their widget is already done. I'm just in the process of beta testing it, but actually nobody knows that I'm beta testing it now except for you Lithcast listeners. So let's just keep it our little secret and don't tell don't tell the guys who visit the Hylia. Not that, I'm not sure if they care. But anyways, um, the widget that we have is a little different from the one that I have for the Hylia. Um, the widget we have is like a little podcast player and it's not really applicable to all of you because most of you probably just got this pot. Most of you just got this podcast through iTunes. Um, um, but you know, for example, I know one great example is, uh, one of our forum moderators, uh, Endor, um, he, you know, he, he, I don't know, his iTunes must be buggy or something. And so he uses the widget to get it. Um, you know, like I said, most of you are probably getting it from iTunes. And if you have, and obviously these widgets only work on the Mac. I should point out these aren't Yahoo widgets. These aren't the cross-platform widgets. These are just specifically Mac only widgets. So if you, as I say, if you can't, if you don't, if you don't have a Mac, yeah, you might as well count yourself out. But they're just kind of nice if you, you know, want to play it through dashboard. And it was kind of a neat thing to do. I'm additionally on our forums. I rethemed the forums. Um, not actually because it looks better that with the new theme, but actually it's more of a, a monetary thing. I hate to admit it, but it's uh, it's true. We at Lithcast, um, I obviously I don't use any of your I don't use any of your money for my own personal expenditures, but I spend it on stuff for Lithcast and. Um, you know, we just want to be able to pay the bill. So I, I changed up the themes so that we could accommodate advertisements. Um, obviously, I'm not a, I'm not a terribly mean person. If you really love the old theme, as I do, and, and um, I'll admit I'm doing this, you can always switch it back to your, you can always switch it back to the any any of the old themes we've ever had in the past. You can switch it back. But if there are some benefits with this new theme, I tried to make it sort of, I, I don't want to say, I didn't say I want to make it a double-edged sword, but I sort of made it a double-edged sword here by you know if with the new theme you, a, you can see xbox live gamer tags there are ads but you can see xbox live gamer tags 
for people. And some people might like a lighter theme rather than a darker theme. So there, there are some pluses and minuses. Um, the theme only gets is only so interesting though. So let's let's get into some real news. How about that? Um, just before we get into the real news, by the way, the, as you might have you might have noticed that at the beginning I did not do an ad for Castrol Syntec. Uh, their ad campaign is over. And uh, hopefully, I haven't heard from them. Maybe, maybe they're really angry, but uh, hopefully, they they liked advertising. I know we, I sure liked advertising uh, with you know having them advertise with us. It was nice. We haven't gotten a check from them or anything, so they could have just left us by the side of the road and just. No, I'm just kidding. I, I I'm sure they didn't. Um, but anyways, just so you know, there's no ad campaign. No, I didn't forget. Don't email me saying I forgot and I'm in deep trouble. I didn't. I purpose. I purposely forgot. So, um, you may be wondering why there's a delay in the podcast. Now that we, you're, you might be used to uh, delays in the podcast, and you know how I only do these every eh, not very often. I really would love to be able to do these more often, and usually it's a time thing. Actually, uh, this time was kind of a little. It was a little bit different. I actually got myself a new computer. Uh, my old, my old one. I mean, I, which I still think I, I always say to people, it, it's it's still. I think it's still a, a beat was still a beast computer. And I actually do plan on using it for something, and I'll talk about that in a sec. Um, the computer itself, the old computer, was five years old. I'd gotten it back in two thousand and three, and it's now two thousand and eight. So do the math; it's five years. So you know, I decided, well, I'll get a new machine. Well, I sort of went overboard with this new machine. I. Um, uh, well, I mean, it's another, it's another, it's a desktop. I replaced my old desktop. It's a Mac Pro. Um, I did. I, you know, I was smart here. I bought a lot. I mean, it might sound like I really spent a lot of money on this machine, and believe it or not, I spent a lot less than I thought I would because I had all these discounts, and I made sure you know, you make sure you don't buy the RAM, the RAM from Apple. You, you buy the hard drives from other people. You, I mean, you, you know, you, you kind of, you kind of piece the computer together, and you just get the bare minimum you can get from Apple. So what I got here is I got. I got one of the eight core Mac Pros, uh, so it's got eight two point eight gigahertz processors, is I believe what it, what it is, um, or I think it's two quad core processors or some some configuration that eventually adds up to eight. Um, it's got um, an, an an ATI Radeon twenty six hundred HD or is it HD uh, graphics card. I'm actually running two screens on this thing. It's very cool because. I actually can now run my recording software for Lithcast on one screen and I can see all my news and all my emails and everything on, on the other screen. And it's very, it's very cool um, because I can always keep track of the recording program. And if I need to stop it at a moment's notice, it's much easier to do. I don't need to cut out any silence. So that I think I'm, I'm using it right now and it's, I've already had it. I believe it or not, I've already had edited some stuff and it, it works out pretty well. I mean, um, I have on the computer, I've got eight gigabytes of RAM. The computer supports up to, I mean, you're going to say, well, are you kidding me? You put eight gigabytes of RAM in there. You know, the computer supports 32 gigabytes of RAM. I didn't go that far, but, uh, you know, um, what else? Oh, and I know you're all going to kill me for this, but, um, just remember, I, I didn't spend Lithcast's money. This is all my own expenditures, um, from my own money. Um, uh, was I, I actually this this thing is running to as I say running two screens and they're very nice screens they're two 30 inch screens so it's true I actually have two 30 inch screens and some of you know this already but I guess and and, and Endor keeps telling me to post pictures on Lithcast because I mean it was a big expenditure and you know aside from that I mean I really and I oh and it's got two two one terabyte hard drives in it but like I say I mean it sounds like I have oh my god such an expensive computer now I was saving up and waiting for the right moment to get a new machine. So I was kind of, you know, I was 
and you know my belief is I, I like to just kind of get computers and just kind of hang on to them for a while and just just kind of upgrade the heck out of them and the point in all this and how this relates to a, 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 why the delay in the podcast is that because of all this I had basically rearranged my entire work set up here to basically accommodate these two humongous screens that are sitting in front of me um, and because of that, I had to move some stuff around. The microphone um, was is normal. The microphone, I don't know if you know this, but I've actually got like a real microphone set up here. It's got like a like an arm, and it's kind of clamped down to my desk here. And I've got this, you know, all the filters and the shock mounts and all that nonsense. Not not I mean, it's not a professional radio studio, but it's gets the job done because all I'm doing is just talking to myself here. But you know, it wouldn't work with the new configuration because there's no place to clamp it now. And so I had to go get a, another mount for it. And also when I was, when I came back from Houston, Texas, or when I was went to Houston, Texas, the shock mount for the microphone broke. So I had to go buy another one of those. I couldn't find them in the store. So I had to get them off the internet. I had to wait for them. Then I had to get out, get, find an electric screwdriver, borrow one from somebody. And um, yeah, but basically it all amounts to, if I finally got all the microphone stuff set up, actually just uh just on Friday, it finally, I finally managed to piece it all together. And it, heck, you know what? It looks pretty nice. But the point is, it actually, we actually had technical difficulties. Um, in the meantime, though, I, I, as I say, I passed up a lot of news. And um, so hopefully uh, we'll get to talk about some news right now. As I say, I, there's so much news, I don't even know where to start. So what usually works is to start... I usually start, oftentimes I start chronologically going backwards just because that's easier just to dig up that way. But eh, let's start chronologically going forward. And the first piece of news is Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Um, as I say, I have not recorded this segment yet. Obviously, I'm talking right now and about to, about to record it. So right, I will right now tell you if you wish to remain spoiler-free and innocent of the knowledge of anything that has not already been revealed on the SupersmashBrothers.com website or anything of relating to that, please skip to. All right, that space there was would have been filled just right now with me talking. So anyways, now that we've gotten rid of those spoiler haters, let's talk about Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Well, first, let's just talk about what we know, which isn't really a spoiler, but March 9th, 2008, it's coming out in the United States. After having been delayed to February 10th from its original December 3rd launch date, and then re-delayed again now till March 9th. Personally, I've got a pre-order in for it. Um, I reserved mine just a couple couple weeks ago. Um, GameStop put down $5. You know, I, I mean, I'm, I don't... I think it's going to be... I, I, I will admit, tell you all that Brawl is my favorite, my favorite franchise that Nintendo has ever made. I really love Zelda. I love, you know, I love Mario. Okay, I, mean, I really, I like Pokemon. Those are great franchises. It's just something about Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Maybe it's part. I think a part of it is actually the replay value for me. A lot of people say, "Oh, Brawl doesn't have any replay value. It's so repetitive." I think, I think Brawl is just like for me. It's like it's like Halo for a lot of people. I think it has a lot of it has a lot of replay value. I mean, not Brawl specifically, but the Super Smash Bros. franchise. I know Melee is probably my favorite. If I if I have to just play, if I can only play one game, I mean, if you if I I mean, it would probably be Melee, Super Smash Bros. Melee, assuming or Melee as I I was just I'm often corrected as saying, but take it or leave it. 
so um but you guys want to hear the good stuff i assume many of you have probably already heard the spoiler um as most of these are because of the game's release in japan but um so and for example there um we now have the roster pretty much revealed and i guess i'll let me see if i can i can let me see if i can read it up here for you um actually before i read the roster off i'm just gonna talk in general kind of loosely about spoilers um go nintendo.com is in my opinion the best page on all the spoilers from super smash brothers brawl they've got one post they're just constantly updating it there are gameplay videos out um actually there's also a post at thehylia.com if you want specifically zelda related spoilers there are some things there um i have to remember what's a spoiler and what's not um so as far as you know what's 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 uh what's what's new with super smash brothers brawl um i'm looking here at a picture of the roster we've got you know all the standard characters but as far as additional characters all olimar captain olimar has been revealed as a character obviously he was posted up on the super smash brothers brawl website um captain falcon is in fact back luigi is back um Ganondorf, uh, there's a picture of him in his uh, Twilight Princess design. His final smash is the, as like sort of like a, I've seen, there's also, there's also some really nice videos of all the final smashes. I don't think this is on Go Nintendo though. Um, but I did see a video of, uh, of some final smashes. Um, and if, you know, obviously if I'm forgetting anything, believe me, you can just take a look at this post here. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely be in the, in the show notes, uh, show notes are available through the RSS feed, or if you go to lithcast.com on the front page, usually right near, you know, close to after the show on the front page there, we've got, we've got the, um, the, the links. So Luigi's back. Uh, Sheik is back. Uh, there's a picture here of master hand. Uh, I was, <laughs> I'm relieved to see master hand is back. Um, Mr. Game and watch Lucario is in, is in the game now. Um, <clears throat> apparently, Salshaded Ganondorf is in the game. Uh, apparently, someone said it as an assist trophy on the Hylia. I'm not sure if that's. I'm sure it's been confirmed or, or um, debunked. Um, I'm trying to think what other what other stuff do we know? Um, Mr. Game and Watch's final smash looks like kind of kind of like a, an octopus kind of comes up. A Jigglypuff's final smash involves Jigglypuff kind of expanding and kind of pushing you off the screen. Um, who else has been revealed that I didn't mention? One one interesting person that's been in revealed is a uh, tune. They call him Tune Link. I'm not sure what they're going to how they're going to translate that over in the United States. If they're going to call it Cell Shaded Link, that is kind of a long name. Um, but in the Japanese version, he's called Tune Link, and it is essentially the link that the Cell Shaded Link from Wind Waker and from um, Phantom Hourglass is in. Um, Super Smash Bros. Brawl apparently as an as an unlock well unlockable uh, character. Um, let's see, Ness is back. It's not just Lucas. Rob, um, you know, you, you probably know who Rob is. He's he's in Mario Kart. He was also the uh, the peripheral for the NES. Uh, he is in the game as a character. Um, Falco is in the game. Um, boy, see, I'm I'm sort of listing spoilers here left and right. But um, apparently, what's uh, what's it? It's Wolf seems to be in the game 
as well. Wolf is a character from Star Fox. For those of you who know Star Fox series, um, right now I'm sort of just looking at a bunch of pictures of the uh, of the roster, and um, you know it's it's a pretty decent roster. Um, all in all, I'm not 100 percent sure how many characters there are. Um, I'm, I believe I had calculated it out to be. God, now I can't remember what the, what the stat was, but we did a little estimate. Um, and I think it was came out to around twenty something characters. Uh, I'll have to go and check up on that on that a little bit later. But regarding Super Smash Brothers Brawl, I mean, you know, like I said, there have been a lot of a lot of spoilers, and and really, I think the best spoiler post is on Go Nintendo. If you just search Super Smash Brothers Brawl spoilers, if you are looking for them, it'll be very easy for you to to um to find them. They're really <laughs> you're you're not gonna have any problem finding them. But I think one of the best compilations is the um. GoNintendo.com Super Smash Brothers Brawl um, spoiler post, and of course there are a lot of updates right now on SmashBros.com that are, are are categorized as spoilers, and so you know there. As I say, there are a whole bunch of spoilers. Actually, just the most recent update was uh, Captain Falcon, and actually on Super Smash Brothers Brawl on the website SmashBros.com, it's kind of nice because they show you how to unlock characters so for example i'm looking at captain falcon if you how do you unlock them you have to play um let's play 70 brawls beat classic mode on the normal difficulty setting or greater in less than 12 minutes get captain falcon to join your party in the subspace emissary um that says with the exception of the of, of the last of the three methods listed above you'll need to face captain falcon in a brawl and beat him after satisfying the above conditions to unlock him so unless you get him to join you in the subspace emissary you have to fight him Gotta say, that actually sounds. I mean, I'm not sure. Obviously, I don't know how the difficult level, difficulty level of Super Smash Bros. Brawl, but of course, you know, in um, the original one, I think the only core, I think the only uh, condition was that you had to beat any mode in with any. I think it was any number of lives. Of course, I don't, it doesn't here have a restriction on number of lives, but you have to simply beat any mode with. Yeah, I think I believe 12 minutes sounds pretty accurate. Um, and there are some nice pictures. Um, it's kind of actually uh, a sort of humorous anecdote here. There was a it's sort of funny that talk about Captain Falcon a bit because um, just just, uh, just just about an hour ago there was a a hawk stuck in my backyard and I had to you know well it's sort of a it was it was some glass and it was getting stuck and it just wouldn't it just wouldn't go any other way other than flying to the glass so I took a we took took a little took a shovel and kind of put it under the hawk and kind of get put it over the it's, it was a glass like i don't want to say wall but it was kind of it's kind of like a glass wall and just kind of put it over it and it just flew away um all all's well that ends well um so yeah anyways as far as smash Brothers brawl spoilers go believe me there are spoilers to be had and there are even more than what i said i can't i can't get into every little thing there have been rumors that the whole the whole disc uh, has been dumped into the, you know, into the, they did like a whole file dump. And because of that, they realized they've got all kinds of music and it's turned out that it's like some number of thousands of tracks or, I mean, it's just, it, it's stuff like that. That's how this, the go Nintendo does have some great, have a great post on it. I would definitely take, I will let's say put that in the show notes. And so, um, and so def- definitely I will do that. 
also, um, as I say, um, so we're done with the Super Smash Brothers Brawl spoilers. Welcome back to any of you guys that are um, back from the back from uh, skipping. Yeah, that wasn't so bad. Let's hope. I, um, <clears throat> anyways, so that's the Nintendo. There was a GDC as also just uh, been yeah, it's been it's been it's been it happened uh, nintendo you might say needed some announcements because their stock has been not doing so great lately i mean when i say not doing so great i mean in comparison with a few years ago we're not talking about a lot we're still talking about a gain here but you know with this whole mortgage thing everything's down and so but it's bad a lot i mean really because of this i think that was the whole yen well anyways the point is nintendo has been down in a particularly 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 uh, in a, by large numbers. So you might say they needed to do something drastic at GDC, the Game Developers Conference, and there have been some great announcements out of GDC. Um, just before um, GDC, uh, the game that we often have Michael Tyler on, um, his his, uh, his blog is lithcast.com slash mike6426. Uh, but we often have him on and he um, and um, he's a big fan of the of the game Spore. Um, so <clears throat> and Spore actually got a release date and, and um, for February. Oh, wait, sorry, not February. Excuse me. I, wouldn't that be nice, though? And North America it was it's for um, September 7th and I and fun and yeah it's very cool europe gets it two days earlier september 5th um it's for it's uh, it was announced like what platforms is out for um nintendo ds and the mobile phone versions have also been confirmed that which is which is a big which is sort of nintendo related and it was uh i think it's, it's gonna be considered it's considered to be a pretty big up and coming game so as i say nintendo has uh the nintendo ds has a confirmed version um also a wii version has been talked about by Will Wright, and um, and re- more re- recently, in uh, only about eleven, oh, about it was eleven days ago, he talked briefly about the the Wii version and playing to make a controller, and so um, on how to have it work with controller. And he said that a Wii version of Spore is in its early design process. Um, so I mean, you know, there's there's these are games which i'll be honest with you as much as i love the wii i think this is more of a game i'll probably get for my mac rather than for my just because it seems like oh these are spin-off games and so anyways but let's say spores spore has been a very hot topic and will write the creative spore he's um and the sims he's going to be you know he says he talked about it and it's been confirmed that there's a ds and apparently it seems like there's been confirmed that it's there's a wii version so i thought that was a a worthwhile piece of uh, information I don't know when the DS version and the Wii version are coming out, but the PC and Mac version, as I say, September 9th, two thousand and eight, for the or sorry, September seventh, two thousand and eight, for the United States, and September fifth, two thousand and eight, for Europe. So the next thing I wanted to talk about is um, about Mario Kart for the Wii. Um, you know, it was taught it was talked about quite a bit at, at GDC. I think, you know, and. Um, it was interesting because um, we got release dates for it, and uh, we got some nice some screenshots. And you know, we we may know that Mario Kart 
for the Wii comes with like a wheel with the Wii wheel. It was announced at E3 2007. Um, but I mean, we got to say we got a release date. There have been a few things that have been introduced into the game. Um, for example, um, motorcycles were added and you can have a motorcycle as like a car. Um, so, you know, um, some people don't like the idea of motorcycles. I think they think some people think it's cheap or, you know, I, I, I'm sort of, sort of, I think it's sort of one of the things I, I think I would have to see before I could actually make a judgment as to whether how, you know, how, have how unfair it is. Um, apparently the way it's going to work is that uh, 50 CC, you know, the 50 CC version will have only carts. 100 CC will have only motorcycles and 150 CC will have both. Um, and um, apparently stunts are going to be a big part of the game. The game is rate has been rated. It's been rated E. Also, um, the release dates have been announced. So in Japan, it's coming out first, uh, April 10th, 2008. Uh, ironically, you know, interestingly enough, second, second, it's coming out in Europe on April 11th, the day after Australia, it's coming out April 24th and last to get it is us here in North America on for May 22nd. And, um, Matt Cosmasina from IGN was interviewed by game. I think it was, no, he was interviewed by IGN, which is weird. In a video, as saying that the reason that he said he had lunch with Reggie, and the re and Reggie said that the reason that they are um, that we get it last is because basically we get Super Smash Brothers first, and so you know, and I think this is good. I think we we've seen in the past that Europe often does get the cold shoulder, did get the t cold shoulder from Nintendo. And I think it's nice to see that they do get the games uh, first. I I don't mind sacrificing. I know we've got a lot of a uh, great uh, European listeners. Uh, great European forum members who are now more or less obligated to review the game. So, uh, so Sam UK, Dr. P doc P you guys are now obligated to review it. I'm sorry to say, but you guys are, uh, in addition to that, um, something I probably also should just mention while we're on the subject of, uh, our British listeners, uh, doc P I just want to do, Oh wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. This wasn't doc. This I'm getting the wrong British listener here. I'm, what I meant to say was so Sam UK. So so Sam UK. Sam Rose, uh, you he got engaged. So I just want to say uh, congratulations. It was a uh, you know pretty hot topic on Lith on Lithcast forums. It's gotten two hundred and seventy views. So anyways, congratulations. Um, and actually that just reminded me while I was on the subject of uh sort of the forum news, and I you know, I am sort of bringing it up here. But actually, before I get into that, I'm just going to finish my little point here, though, about Europe. So it's nice that they're getting the games first. I mean, I hope they're not artificially doing this where they're like, well, you know what? We have the game ready, but we're purposely going to make North America wait longer. Uh, I think in the past, my guess is that they didn't do that with regard to having Europe get the games last. My guess is that they probably actually uh, just didn't push hard enough in Europe. And I think it's good, though, to see that they're they're really pushing to get give Europe a, I mean, only a one-day uh, latency with, um, compared to Japan, as far as getting the games, so it's 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 a very nice gesture. I think it's uh, something that I think it was something that was definitely called for on the part of Nintendo, and so I think it's good that they did that. Um, so as I say on the subject on the subject of the forums, I did want to mention that um, one of our most valued forum members, and you know, 
uh, one of our moderators, um, Mr. Storm. He, well, I'll just say it bluntly. He he has left our message boards. He posted a um, he posted a um, a farewell letter. Sorry, I'm just writing all this stuff down for the show notes. But anyways, um, he posted a farewell letter. He was a he's a great moderator, um, a really uh, a great person, and um, I really hate to see that that he left, um, but he did leave. Um, I you know, and I I just wanted to. I I hope he still listens. I hope he still listens to the podcast. But um, you know, I really don't know. Um, as I say, I I'm going to. We really are going to miss him. He was a great moderator. He had. I mean, he had almost seven thousand posts, but it wasn't the posts really. It was just it was just the the character, the person that he was. Um, you know, I I don't really want to you know make a big deal out of this right here on the podcast because I I don't I don't think he's the type that really wants a big deal made out of it. Even though I sort of did make a big deal out of it on the forums, but I think that's probably enough for him. Um, so, you know, I, you know, Miss Mister Storm, we we really are going to miss you. I hope you will come back uh, to us. Um, you know, I, I, I just, it, it was quite a shock to me. Um, but, um, I, I mean, I, but I think he made this, the forums a lot better of a place. I, I just, you know, I think, uh, but you know, he had to get some things taken care of. So anyways, Mr. Storm, we're going to miss you. I hope you're, you're, I hope you are listening. He also left, he didn't only leave us. He also left his other, his other forum that he was, uh, moderating a uh, forum N, and, um, you know, while I, I'm not a member of Forum and I and they are a very popular forum, um, I, I certainly can sympathize. And so, uh, to all those who are members of Forum Hyphen N dot com, uh, I'm very sorry for your for your loss because obviously I know what having Mister Storm is like. He's really a he's really a very. I mean, he's he's just such a I don't know how to how to say this, but he's such a uh, you know such such a big part of a forum i mean he's just he just has this this presence about he has has something about him that's uh, very good for a forum and i know what, what a great loss it is to have someone like mr storm leave so my my uh not my condolences but you know i'm very i'm very upset about him leaving and i i understand anyone from forum and who if anyone if any one of you guys are listening um i understand how that how that is so um you know on we're on on to more news, I guess. So, let's see. We talked about Mario Kart. We talked about Spore. We talked about Super Smash Brothers. Now let's talk about some of the the other announcements that Nintendo made um, at at GDC, the Game Developer Conference. Um, <clears throat> so um, there have there were some other announcements, uh, believe it or not. Including an announcement, uh, including uh, some details on, you know, eh, not really. Just kidding. I was gonna say details on Wii Fit, but not not really to the extent where it's really worth mentioning here um, on the podcast. But anyways, uh, during a during a um, there was a, there was a it was one of the biggest stories on Dig. It was a, a story on Kotaku um, about. Um, and and um, 
you know, I wanted to just kind of talk about uh, this thing called, this is a big post on Dig. It was called um, We Pay and Play. Um, it's a service for the Wii. And it's, I mean, it's not exactly a service. And I, it does concern me a bit. Uh, our arbiter posted about it. Um, you know, he says he's not too happy. Arbit, that's what arbiter says. Um, <clears throat> and I will, you know, there will be, of course, a link to um, this article in the show notes. Well, let me just, let me kind of explain this to you there. You know, during a, his GDC presentation, uh, Taka, Takahashi Oyama he announced like a service and it's sort of like an abridgment to the Nintendo Wi-Fi connection and it's called We Pay and Play. And he said, quote, they will begin collecting fees for some services that will allow us to adapt flexibility. So to put that, I mean, what that means apparently is that there may be future future costs associated with, we assume with the, with the, um, with the with the, like Nintendo Wi-Fi connection, um, and so I, I'm guessing these are like sort of like web-related services, and, and I, this is I I could I really could read this both ways as being whether it's a good thing or a bad thing or or um, or what it is, but um, the way he said it was that. Um, And uh, there was a very, there was a good, uh, there was a good, um, there was a, there was a good example. Uh, so I mean, I mean, a good quote. Oh, here it says in the Kotaku article. He added that it was Nintendo's that it was a Nintendo initiative to avoid misleading consumers into thinking they can buy games that can be played entirely free when they cannot. Um, whether or not this requires to whether or not this implies an initiative to begin charging for multiplayer content was unclear. And um, yeah, basically what this seems like, at least to me, and I'm not, it doesn't seem like the details are a little fuzzy at the moment. And there really could be a lot of things is that they're going to start charging for online access. Now, this is not a hundred percent unheard of or anything. Xbox live go, you know, is they, it, you, they charge for it. Um, now I don't think they could charge for Nintendo Wi-Fi connection and have and just have the and have everything be you know the uh, the way it is right now and be charged for I mean the Wi-Fi connection is uh, you know after having an Xbox and then you know sit using Nintendo Wi-Fi connection a Nintendo Wi-Fi connection just isn't as good there are these annoying these annoying friend codes you can't do the whole voice chat you can't do video chat you can't download videos there's a lot of stuff you can't do with Wi-Fi connection, which you can do for with with Xbox Live, and and granted, the stuff that Xbox Live really kind of charges for is is the actual playing part. You know, the gold membership just involves multiplayer gaming, and Nintendo's offering that for free. Which, in a way, I suppose if you if you're if the if you're if you if, if you know if you believe that the bread and butter of of um, online of online connectivity for game consoles is to play games, well, that's fine. You're getting it for free with Nintendo, so in a way, it's a better deal, but. You know, but Nintendo is basically going to be charging for for others. It seems like they're going to be charging for certain web services, and it's, it's called We Pay and Play. I'm guessing it's not involving the DS. Um, <clears throat> it doesn't sound like a particularly fun procedure. Now, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be at all. I wouldn't have any problems pay, paying for online access for through Nintendo Wi-Fi connection if they made it as good as as Xbox Live. Um. 
that'd be tough. I mean, they're going to have a real tough time doing that. And um, I'd be happy with that. Or even, I mean, heck, if they just got rid of friend codes, I'd be pretty much happy to pay for it. I'm not even sure if this is even a subscription fee that they're talking about. This may be just the idea that they're going to start charging for channels. Or this might be the idea that they're going to start saying, well, look, if you get... I mean, I hope they're not going to... I really hope that... This, now, this could also be read the other way, which is that they may just, you know, this may, this may be no possible. They may just be, they may just be saying, "Look, we're taking too big of a loss with all these Wi-Fi connections." This is, you know, it's something that was growing faster than Xbox Live. I don't know if it still is, but it's something that's taking a lot, taking a lot of loss for us. And so, because of that, we need to start nickel and diming people. And uh, we're gonna, we're gonna say, "Okay, well, look, uh, you submitted three me's uh, to the to the me to the check me out channel. Uh, we're charging five cents per me." Um, in part because we want uh, the number of me submitted to go down, but also because uh, it uses up our bandwidth and we just cannot have that for frivolous me's. Well, I mean, that sort of thing I think would be very much frowned upon or if they're just going to start charging for like this, this, essentially the status quo, that would not be cool. I mean, that I, I would definitely be willing to say that that is absolutely atrocious. And I, and I you know, I think if, and if they do that, I mean, this is just further goes against goes as another strike against you know nintendo's you know for the nintendo is ignoring the core market you know saying that they're not they don't they're releasing kind of these childish games and boy if they start charging for multiplayer gaming what you know one thing that the you know if they start charging for multiplayer gaming or for some or some of the stuff they're doing boy i mean that i'll tell you that is just another strike against nintendo um I think one of the things that I I I, assume, I don't think it's going to go that way because because I think with with Reggie anyway he seemed like what he wanted to do was to kind of make this the Wii this all access experience and that there wouldn't be a lot of uh, financial barriers to owning one and there wouldn't be a lot of there wouldn't be any uh, technological barriers you would don't need an HD television set just uh, something that's 480i and or if you have component cables 480p and they didn't want any economic barriers they wanted a, a very mass what he what he called a quote mass market price and so I think. Because of that, I think I can't imagine that they're going to. I mean, as long as they're sticking to that vision and they're trying to make it available to a bunch of people, that's fine. I mean, I think I think that works. But I think as long, but I think they cannot do something like trying to nickel and dime us. Uh, <clears throat> I, I just don't think it would work. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. And obviously, there are a lot more. Nintendo, uh, you know, and Wii internet connectivity related stories. And so, and more, maybe more interesting than this one, but this one just, this one, this one just flew up the page, the pages on dig. And so, you know, it's, it's obviously, it's obviously a big story. I just don't think it's very clear as to what it means. And I, you, you don't, you don't always like it. You know, you don't like, you don't always like to have, a lot of well you know obviously i don't i don't want to be i don't want to be we don't want to be tricked into um, having to pay for something that we should have to pay for so i guess the next thing to talk about is uh we wear and um you know i gotta say there isn't really a great uh i couldn't find a really particularly great source for this but i mean obviously it's known we wear is going to be uh we wear by the way for those of you who don't know is obviously another we feature and it is the um if you go into the we shop channel you'll notice there's another little thing that says we wear and that sort of includes software like the opera browser and uh yeah you know software updates so 
as you know, as I say, they talked about um, Nintendo really explained the WiiWare service, and according to CNET.com, there are a hundred hundred plus WiiWare titles in development. Basically, this is a, basically a chance for the developers to no matter really apparently how big and according to Matt Cosmasina, they're just going to kind of leave it open leave it open to developers. They're not really going to regulate it. Um, so they can put up as much quantity of stuff as as a base, a big, as big of a quantity of stuff as they want. Um and so, you know, it's uh it's it's uh it's kind of a cool thing. Uh, the big the first title to be launched is something called um, Lost Winds. And there is, uh, if you go on the main page of lithcast.com, there is some media. Uh, it's in that little kit of media you can download. <clears throat> and so, um, you know, uh, the WiiWare system, if you ask me, I, I think has a lot of potential. And, um, I'm not saying. I mean, I think it's kind of. I think it's a really cool thing. I mean, I'd, I'd have to take a look. I, I want, I'm really anxious to see what WiiWare is going to end up being because I think this could be the thing that's going to push Nintendo up a lot as far as online connectivity and stuff like go stuff like this goes. I mean, these might just be. These might just be. This is just software. This is games. But I have no idea what the what the potentials what the potential is of this uh, of this software. Um, you know, as far as. Um, I mean, what it can do to access the internet. I mean, some of these games, they look pretty decent. Now, there is a problem, and uh, the very... And I hope that Nintendo has a plan on how to address this, but... <clears throat> but um, there is a question that... The Wii only has 512 megabytes of storage, that's built in. Yeah, sure, you can add SD cards, but the biggest SD card, I don't even think it, the Wii supports SDHC, the high-capacity SD cards, which I think hold up to 8 gigabytes. But I think a regular SD card is only going to hold 4 gigabytes at the most. You know, you're looking at, like, when you and I look at my Xbox, and, I mean, I'm told, oh, you know what, that 20-gigabyte hard drive that comes with it might not, might not be big enough. Uh, now, obviously... The Xbox has a little bit different content, and I don't know how, but because it's completely unregulated, I mean, there probably are no size restrictions on how large games for the WiiWare uh, platform can be. The, you know, so I don't know. I mean, how much can you how much can you download? I don't even know if it works since apparently they're not regulating it. I'm guessing Nintendo probably isn't even hosting the files, and so you probably maybe you can't even download it as many times as you want. You might have to actually keep your own backups. It's not like with the Wii Virtual Console. When I say they're not regulating it, I don't know what extent that means. I know that means that they're not restricted to only two a week or something, you know. But I know that what does that mean? Can you? I mean, the certain developers might not can't, might not be able to let you down, re-download it. I mean, is it going to be easy to develop for? I mean, I think if they can make a very cheap and very easy platform to develop for, and in, in which you know developers can develop stuff, it's uh, it'd be good. But as I say. There is going to be a problem here, which is that the Wii currently does not support any hard drive. There is no Wii hard drive. Um, and the SD and the, the 512 megabytes internal will only serve you so far. I won't only get you so far. And of course, four gigabytes at the most of SD. That's assuming if you want to buy four gigabytes of SD card. Of an, of one, that's one. Of course, you can always swap out for more. And so you guys have an infinite number of SD cards. But I mean, come on here. I mean, 
at a point it starts to get like, well, boy, you know, I really wish they would just release a hard drive already. Um, maybe they'll release a hard drive, which would be kind of, which I think would solve stuff. I think if they released, uh, I mean, I, I, I can't say because I haven't seen how big these WiiWare titles are. Um, but I assume if they had a, you know, maybe something like a, yeah, I'd say at least maybe a 40 gigabyte hard drive, I think they'd probably be fine. You know, but then again, who knows? Um, so actually, I found a great article from Aussie Nintendo. Um, so let me see here. Well, there's actually a really great interview on um, on GameSpot. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll post, I'll post that up for, um, on, you know, in the show notes, as you know, you can get, you, you can get, it's easy to get the show notes. Um, so that, that's we were, and that was a, as I say, that was a, that was a, a pretty big update. I think I am very excited for we were, um, just the possibilities that are really, really are endless. I think when some, with something, with something like that, I think are, they're just, it's just, it's just, it's just a great, a lot of possibilities. I mean, obviously we'll have to see what they'll allow for and how much space we can have and what Nintendo plans to do about it. But, um, I say we could see a lot of possibilities. I'm wondering, um, sometimes, I mean, I, I, mean, I wonder like, would it be, would it be cool if there, if Lithcast did something that was related to the Wii? I know it was uh, brought up a while ago. Well, should there be a Lithcast, a Wii version of Lithcast? I don't think, I don't think, I mean, and the consensus was that there shouldn't be, but you know, but we, you know, could we, could we ever make an app or do something on there that you know, on the Wii that would be kind of cool relating to Lithcast or, or, um, <clears throat> You know, or is it, would it be so easy to develop a game that, I mean, people could start, I mean, could it be something like, uh, you know, like, a, could it be a big boom like eBay or, or like a iStock photo where people are actually quitting their jobs because they can actually sort of develop their own games in their basement? I mean, is it going to be something really cool like that? I, you know, I think this thing's got a lot of potential. I think if they can make a decent software development kit um, um, and allow for software to be developed easily and inexpensively I think that's great I think was it Reggie or Iwata talked about how there was like this just this Russian engineer who um, probably didn't have very much money but he he invented Tetris and a game like that is so simple but it's becomes it has had such a huge impact it's probably on all of your cell phones and it's on so many game consoles probably one of, it's one of the best selling games ever and it's very low it seems like it's very low budget um, but the problem is a game like that could just and this is a good point it could just never get through now because you need millions of dollars to get a game project up and running up and also such a simple idea but a lot of people just don't a lot of people just couldn't recognize the genius of it but if you can just present a game and you can just and you can make it on the cheap well maybe we've got something there well i think we'll have to see um as i say you know uh there's this i mean there's a lot that a lot of cost that goes away you don't have to i mean you could say even in the case of tetris Say I was the guy developing Tetris. This is almost better than how it was because you don't even have to, you don't even have to press discs. You don't even have to put it onto, you know, put it onto discs. You can just distribute it over the internet, and people can just, people can get it. It's on. It's you don't have to worry about market. You don't have to worry about marketing. It's up there on the WiiWare channel. People can just search for it. It's a unified, uh, it's a unified database. It's you know, you know, and it's, it's a database, and it's just all up there. So I could see this as being a very, you know, big thing i mean this is almost like i don't want to say this is almost like a like the potential that something like deviant art has where you know people 
you know how expensive it would be to promote your art. You'd have to find, you have to showcase it. You have to be, you'd probably have to starve yourself for a while. People on DV, I'm not thinking people on DeviantArt are getting paid, but I'm saying they certainly get a lot of recognition for just art that they make, you know, kind of on the cheap, or they can make it in Photoshop, or maybe not, or to photography, or it's a good, it's very interesting. And also, I mean, as I say, people get paid for this because we wear titles. Obviously, I'm, I, assume, I assume you can charge for them. So I think this is, I think this will be very interesting. And it, I mean, heck, if this is, if it's really easy to develop for, maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll develop a game for it. Um, <clears throat> why not? If it's that easy, why not? Um, of course, we uh, we'll try to make it. If we if we develop a game, we'll try to make it cheap, especially for Lithcast listeners. Um, so that was another announcement at GDC. Um, you know, uh, it's interesting because we also have another convention coming up. Um, and actually, I, I actually I, I'm actually going to. I actually have to ask you guys a favor. Um, and you know what? I might as well just get all the favors asked right now just so I don't have to do it later. Um, as you know, on, on LithCast, you know, we do the podcast for you and I do the podcast for you and we do a bunch of, you know, we keep, keep, keep up the forums and all the server stuff and all that. And just in return, we just ask that you really, you know, really it's mostly listenership. And there's a few things we like. I, I like, you know, we like if you go to LithCast.com slash dig, D-I-G-G, that's spelled with two G's and, you know, jo- you know, just make sure you know, see if we have any posts and, you know, jo- join our dig army or really the big thing is add DS cubed as a friend and just dig the stuff that I dig just because there are articles on Lithcast and as they're really great reviews that people like armory on my back on my back, that's actually a screen name. They, they, you know, that, that they do. And we like to acknowledge, I mean, we like to, them to get views. I mean, and granted that it's been successful. We've got reviews with, you know, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, probably I'm just going to, okay. I just, I like just want to look at the stats here. <clears throat> I don't think this one was ever put on dig, but um, if I look here at our forum stats, as I say, this is just the forum stat. If I go by the most, the most viewed post. Um, yeah, we see the Super Smash Brothers brawl post has eleven thousand views. I think it said eleven thousand. Yeah, and we see Ar- Arbiter. I, I put up a, a review. I think it was Arbiter, but I put up a review of the orange box. I mean, I didn't put up a review, but I put up Arbiter reviewed the orange box, and I put it on dig. It's gotten, uh, let's see, it's gotten how many views? It's gotten almost 3,000 views. And so it's, it's, it's nice to have this stuff up there because, anyways, that's one favor I like to ask. Uh, the other favor is that you guys email me because, you know, I like to read your questions. I don't have any questions for you guys this time. And I understand why you guys don't. It's just the podcasts aren't done with enough, in, enough in, the, in a very high frequency. And so I don't get a lot of emails from you guys regarding stuff that I could really put on the podcast. But if you want to, Email me. You can email me at nintendopod at gmail.com or nintendocast at gmail.com. And the reason I mention that is because um, is because I'm sort of in, I'm sort of in a bind here, and I know you Lithcast listeners are, are can be are very resourceful. I'm in a bind here. I also run I also run another site in addition to Lithcast called thehylia.com. Many of you may know the guy that used to run the Hylia is Mike Damiani. He he was up on stage with Reggie at, G, at um, E3 2007 and during the media briefing, and you know it's a, it was a pretty pop, it's a pretty popular Zelda fan site. Um, I don't own the site; I just kind of take care of the Zelda related stuff. Um, <clears throat> but what I was wondering is, we had this problem, and it's been complained about by a lot of people. A lot of people think that this is site the site's dying. And I don't think it's specifically because of me. I hope it's not specifically because of me. But I think the thing is, I just haven't been posting 
um, a lot of news. And the reason is because there just hasn't been a lot of Zelda news. And I've been asking them to submit news to me. Um, and I, and you know, and I don't blame them. I, I've been looking around for Zelda news and I can't find very much. It's just, it's just not a lot. But if there's something that you guys um, think that, y- you know, you guys can find or you guys have a cool um, Zelda theory or something like that, could you, just, could you just email that to me? Because I will definitely give you credit. But I, you know, I think that I, I we reached out, I was just, just the, the audience reach on the podcast is just pretty good. So I like to just, I would just like to extend that, that request. Um, but thanks a lot. So I just wanted to, kind of bring that up. I don't know what else um what else to do here. I mean, I I post kind of whatever I can here, but you know. Um <clears throat> So anyways, thanks thanks a lot. So um, you know, I think with that, I think I kind of want to um uh, you know, I is so so I'm looking at this podcast here and I see that it's only 56 minutes and I'm thinking what in the heck? This is are you kidding me? I th- I could have sworn that, the, boy, the time really flies. I mean, but, you know, we've talked about a lot of stuff. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy to end the podcast here. Um, as I say, uh, I really hope you guys will continue to listen. Um, <clears throat> now that I've got this, my, my microphone set up back up and running, I hopefully should be making more podcasts. Um, I think here, if there's anything that you guys really need to know. I'm somehow I just know I'm I know well I know I'm forgetting a bunch of things like for example there's a whole thing with Devil May Cry is not coming to the Wii it's confirmed like it would Capcom even said it I mean there's a whole bunch of like stories like like that where I really can I mean look believe me, there's so much news elapses I mean even I mean every, so much new so much news hap is occurs every day like for example oh the the controls for Okami um have been have been revealed and you know a whole bunch of news stories that you know, there are, believe me, there, there are new, there is other news. It's just, you know, it, it's sometimes you don't want to talk about everything. You don't want to, you want to keep this a reason of a reasonable length here. <clears throat> you know, the Wii Fit box art was confirmed. Um, I'm sort of throwing news at you, but the point is there were a lot of things that were, um, that were, were revealed. <clears throat> But we can't talk about everything. So, anyways, uh, if you want to uh, submit some content or take a look, you know, talk to us here at Lithcast, you can send an email to nintendopod at gmail.com or nintendocast at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, your email will pretty much guaranteed, very much guaranteed to get read. Uh, so that's good. And. In addition to that, I mean, I was pretty much. I said, I said pretty much. That doesn't mean if you. It doesn't mean if you send me an email full of expletives, I'm going to read it. it. Just you know, what I mean. Um, also, I will have all the show notes up uh, with all the, you know, all the good stuff, the stuff you've come to expect. Um, please join our folding team four five five zero one, and you can get the. That's the team number that you need to enter in when you download the GUI text screensaver client for Mac, Windows, or Linux. Um, from folding.stanford.edu. And what this is, just, just to reiterate what it is, it's sort of a distributed computing project, which is basically trying to s- simulate protein folding, the way structures, uh, you know, protein structures move from their primary, st- you know, from primary to, you know, to like their tertiary and secondary and quaternary stages. And so it's sort of 
talks about how they move and it's a stim- it simulates that because there are a lot of diseases like lupus and I believe I believe lupus is an example and you know diseases where misfolded protein is the culprit of, often and so by being able to replicate this the, these this sort of thing in compu- in computational you know it's basically having like having one but the idea is that it basically you're donating your computer's idle time to being able to solve these mathematical problems, which are too big for one computer, and so they've strung up together a bunch of computers, and you can donate all the work in the name of Lithcast, the name of Nintendo, um, by joining our folding team. That's, that number again is 45501, and you can download the text GUI or screensaver client from folding.stanford.edu. And um, once again, just wanted to say uh, congratulations to uh, SoSam UK on your engagement. Um, take a look at our dig army lithcast.com slash dig d-i-g-g and um, um, you know make sure to add ds cubed as a friend on dig that's kind of the best way to do it i guess um, and um, send me stuff if you have something for the hylia and you know just keep uh, taking a look at lithcast.com lithcast.com the forums are always a great place lithcast.com slash forums for some odd reason and i don't want i don't know if i should be scared of this and if a guy doing this would like to tell me that would be fine i go to lithcast.com right now i see 10 guests four users and i don't want to say that we're not that we're really unpopular or anything but 10 guests is kind of a lot for us and the majority of these guests are from an ip address which i've looked up and they are all from like korea so i'm kind of worried is there like a new search engine in korea that's starting up and that's just trying to cache a bunch of our pages you know I, i'm just like i'm just sort of creeped out is all um but of course, look, I mean, all the all the hits, I have no problem with getting all the hits, even if they are from a robot or something. Um, but anyways, the point is, it won't interfere with your forum experience at all. Um, so just take a look at withcast.com slash forums. And uh, we would say it's a great community, even though we are missing, we are missing one Mr. Storm. Um, it's still a great community. Uh, 45,000 plus posts, almost 46,000 posts to read. Um, you don't need to read them all. You can just join. Uh, we'd love to have you. And, um, well, I hope you guys will stay tuned for the uh, next Lithcast, and I hope to see you all very, 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 very soon. And with that said, I would like to just say um, goodbye, and uh, let's hope that uh, we're going to get some good some good will come out of all this we wear and uh, we pay and play stuff. I'm, yeah, I can see how it is wor- worrisome. I can't wait for Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Just to recap, I, I do like to recap about what we, just quickly, since I do have it written down in about five bullets here. Uh, we talked a little bit about Super Smash Brothers, Super Smash Brothers Brawl spoilers. We talked about how Spore is coming out on the Wii and DS, although the actual launch day shows haven't been revealed. Uh, we talked a little bit about, about Mario Kart and how it's coming out um, in Europe before the United States. Good for them. Uh, we talked about um, we pay and play. We talked about we wear, and that's about it. We talked a little about yeah, and, you know, and I, I, by the way, I was not at GDC since I know I'm going to get about some emails saying that. Um, but, anyways, Lithcast listeners, I'm before I get this. I mean, this has already gotten to be too long winded with me talking about and trying to close this podcast. But anyways, I'm glad you guys took the time to listen, and I hope to see you at the next Lithcast. Thanks.